You are listening to the Writer Rich Podcast, a podcast that discusses what you think is right isn't actually making you rich. On part one, I talked about you understanding that your number one job is to make your boss look good. On part two, I talked about the many similarities you have with your boss and how you can use those similarities to your advantage. So what if you're doing all that? You put it in the work, you're not seeing any results. On this episode, we're going to get into that. Let's do it. All right, so you're performing that work. You know what's not all about you, so you're going that extra mile with your boss. But it doesn't seem to move the needle. There's a distance between you two. You're not impressing your boss. Here's a personal example of this exact situation. I was working in corporate finance for a public company. This company had three subsidiaries, which are smaller companies owned by the larger parent. Each one of these smaller companies was also public. Being a public company requires much regulatory work. You have to do a separate set of financial statements, separate meetings. There's a separate board of directors. At reporting time, so at year end, when all of these regulatory requirements become due, It's simply chaos, and there's a ton of hard work to do. There's a lot of heavy lifting. I was working for the large parent company, but in this certain year, I wanted to go that extra mile. I challenged myself to work on all four companies, helping out with their earnings calls, their filings, their financials, and the board of director meetings. I was the only person to present at all four year-end board meetings. I really wanted to go that extra mile. I wanted to show the company that I was willing to learn about every single aspect of the business. And I also wanted to help out my boss, the CFO, and take some of those meetings off his plate or some of those deliverables off his plate. We've been working together for a couple of years with each other, and we had a good relationship outside of work too. We traveled together. uh, We had some coffees, dinners, golf days. I also learned some really valuable work principles from him as well. At that year end, as I, as I prepare for my annual review for myself, I knew the work that I had put in for the year. I had some concrete examples. And my goal was to secure a title change and also a bump in compensation. I was confident that I did the work to deserve it. As I went into that meeting, I barely got out a couple words relating to what I want and what I, what I want to ask for. And I found myself in the middle of a huge argument. Voices are raised, things got heated, and this was a very, very quick review. And at the end of it, I got told two things. One was that I was lazy, and the other is that my boss would accept my resignation. Needless to say, there was a huge disconnect if I thought things were going on my end versus how my boss thought things were going. Okay, so I was putting in that work. I was trying to develop a good relationship with my boss. I was trying to get some deliverables off his plate, strengthen his initiatives as well. But nothing was paying off. On the other side of the break, I'm going to discuss what I did and what you can do if you find yourself in the same situation. So there I was. Numb, sitting in my office, thinking, what am I going to do? That meeting was really bad. Did I just get fired? So I just sat there for a while. Somehow, 
I finished the day. I went home and I processed. I was angry. I was upset. I was pissed off. I wanted to explode, but I thought it was probably best to do that in privacy. So if I was going to overreact, I want to do do that somewhere where, you know, no more damage uh, could be done. So coming into work that next day was hard, but I did it. In one way, the situation completely sucked. But as I was home that night, that previous night, I thought in another way, it really did clear a path. I knew exactly where my boss and the company stood. There was no more guessing anymore. The writing was on the wall. I knew what I had to do. For the next couple months, I would clock in, clock out, not be disrespectful. I did my work, but I focused on my next step. I lost a couple battles, but I was going to win the war. So when you're thinking about this in terms of the right way, I worked hard. I made my boss look good. I showed up, tried to have a great relationship. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, but I don't see any results. You know what? I'm going to keep at it. Things are going to change. Wrong. The rich way is unfortunately you can do all these right things, but you're just simply unable to press your boss. There's a saying, some people are like clouds. When they go away, it's a beautiful day. It's a fact. No matter what you do, not every boss is going to like, is going to like you. The faster you figure that out, the better. Okay, as a CFO of a company, I've done many presentations, long ones, short ones, in front of five people, in front of 100 people. So I've done it all. On the next series on the Writer Rich podcast, we're going to discuss how you can create, revise, and deliver the best presentation you have ever done. This is going to be so crucial as we get back into the office a little bit. Presenting is super important for you to continue on your path as you move up. So tune in. It's going to be very, very important. Thank you all for listening. I hope everybody has a great week. Stay rich.